0: Coming up on today's Locked On Mavs, we're going to talk about this GM survey that came out earlier today, and today is the very first preseason Mavs game of the year. It's exciting because they're playing the OKC Thunder in Tulsa. Everything about that game and what I'm watching for in the preseason. Coming up on today's Locked On Mavs. and this is Locked On Podcast. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome to Locked On Mavs. This is one of your co-hosts, half of Locked On Mavs, Isaac Harris, contributor to Mavs.com, contributor to Studio41 of Mavs.com. And uh guys, somehow I think I gave my sickness to Nick over the podcast because I haven't seen Nick in person since I've been sick but he sent me the he sent me the bat signal tonight like super super late one we got to give him heck for it because he just he he gave me a heads up literally like an hour ago and i'm recording this uh later on uh on tuesday night and i'm like all right i'm riding solo because i'm not going to ask anybody to be a guest this late at night um so you get me today for a good what 20 25 minutes uh, don't make fun of me if it's a little off the rails. Uh, if the ad breaks aren't as smooth, I don't have the uh, the soundboard like Nick does. Maybe one day I can uh, get on that level of Locked On World. But today I'm going to talk about this upcoming preseason game tonight, and kind of preseason in general. What I'm watching for, what I'm um, what I'm looking for in the preseason, and uh, just uh, yeah, some. Position stuff, some players and and all of that. And then I want to talk about this GM survey that came out today. And um just some thoughts on it. There's really not a ton of Mavs stuff in it. So um there's not a lot of a lot of Mavs angles, but there's a few things I want to mention from it and uh kind of get your thoughts on it. I feel like I'm talking to you, the listener, um, even though I can't hear you respond. So uh yeah. But first, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do, you do it every time. We need you to do this. Go to the comments. Leave just anything below. A lot of you just write write anything below. But um, gosh, I don't know what we could put. What what's a what's a question we can put at the bottom? Actually, let's do this. What are you watching? What what are you looking for the most in the preseason for the Mavs? Give me something. Is it Josh Green? Is it Jaden Hardy? Is it Christian Wood? Is it a position battle? Is it a storyline? Is it Luca? What do you, I hope it's not Luca. Cause we probably won't see Luca too much in preseason, but, um, what are you looking for in the preseason? Leave that answer below. I just had some dust hit my mic. Let's go. We're already off the rails. Um, anyway, leave that below on YouTube. If you are listening in your car on the way to work, uh, on audio format, good morning, welcome uh, to the show. And I hope your uh, day is good at work. If you're going to watch the game tonight, um, uh, Basically, the only way to watch this game, if you're a Mavs fans, is to go to Mavs.com. And uh, they're obviously playing the Thunder tonight on uh, Wednesday night, first preseason game of the year. And uh, go to Mavs.com. It's going to be streamed there. And uh, so the broadcast that you're going to get uh, for this game is going to be Dana Larson, Valley Sports. It's going to be Bobby Corrala, Mavs.com. And yours truly, myself, from mavs.com. Um it's going to be us three kind of calling this game having fun with it. Uh it's going to be chill, it's going to be fun. Um and yeah, I mean if if you don't like my voice, then today is just not your day because you're listening to this pod, one I'm going solo here, Nick's not here, he's sick. And then you probably plan on watching the Mavs game tonight and you're going to hear my voice there too. So if you hate my voice, I'm sorry. Today is just not your day. But if you love my voice, today's your day. Maybe you should buy a lottery ticket. Um, There's not very many of you in the world like that, but if you do, if that's you, then uh, yeah, today's your day. Let's talk about some preseason. What am I watching for tonight? What am I watching for as the Mavs take on the Thunder tonight uh, on Mavs.com, Studio 41? And um, I think it has to start with Josh Green, right? Like it has, I think the whole preseason for me, now has to evolve around Josh Green. It's. I went into it thinking, all right, I want to see what the second unit looks like, and I'll mention some of these other ones that I still have some uh, questions about, or at least I just want to see how it works in the preseason. But I think now, after all the hype, after the real live training camp on NBA.com, after all the quotes we've seen from Media Day, um, training camp from Michael Finley calling him the MVP of the summer to Dudley talking about him to Luca talking about him, um, and just naturally a guy in his third season that he was a first round draft pick. He was 18th overall pick in his draft. The draft was the COVID draft that was the weird draft in like November or October or whenever it was. His rookie season was weird. He played for Rick Carlisle. Being a rookie playing for Rick Carlisle was weird in itself. And he just, he's had this weird start to his career. And now, all right, you've had a normal summer. This is year three. Let's figure this thing out. And it feels like everything is, cl- everybody's talking about Josh Green's summer. I just want, now I want to see it in the preseason. And I think it's the number one thing that I'm watching for this preseason. Because we all know how preseason works. We've already seen it across the league. A few of these games, it's already started. People are setting out. Uh, people are resting. People are being super cautious. Um, we're not seeing like full lineups or a few guys are setting out. We're seeing, you know, rotation shifted a little bit here and there. So I'm, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll talk about that in a second about what I'm not watching for. Um, but I think it has to be Josh Green. Is his confidence much better than what it was the last time we've seen it in the playoffs? Is he more comfortable out there? Is his shot there? is is it you know is this real is this summer of josh green that we've talked about is this a real thing and i think no matter the lineups no matter how much we see him out there that's what that you can pull takeaways from that i'm confident in that i saying man josh green looks so confident out there he looks so his athleticism it already popped before but man it's he's putting it all together basically on the floor his shot he looks really smooth in the corner he's hitting his three pointers that's the type of stuff that will start to convert me a little bit and make me uh believe a little bit in in josh green's i don't want to say renaissance big year i don't know breakout i don't i don't know how you want to even coin that because you know what's yeah we've already talked about what's the best case scenario for josh green this year eighth man ninth man um i don't think he starts um i don't think he surpasses christian wood or tim hardaway i so anyway um whatever that looks like i think that is the number one thing i'm watching for this preseason is josh green let's just stay with another player that i'm so intrigued by and that's Jaden hardy this guy you know, we know the whole backstory of Jaden Hardy, right? They, they have the first round pick. They trade the first round pick, the 26 overall pick in the draft. They trade it with the expiring contracts to to get Christian Wood heck of a swing. What a great low risk move to go take a swing on Christian Wood. Then the the draft is taking place. They move back into the second round. They trade a couple of future seconds. They trade up, they get Jaden Hardy in the second round. They're saying all the right things of, hey, Jaden was on our draft board. We were going to take him at 26 if we still had the pick anyway. Like, this was our guy. We really wanted him. Jaden Hardy, Summer League happens. First game, 28 points. Massive game. The hype is off the rails for Mavs fans. And then the games followed in Summer League, and it came back down to earth. He looks like a rookie and was like, all right, now we we kind of we evened out a little bit. We leveled it out, leveled out the expectations. sound like you're, he was a super talented guy for one of the top overall recruits in his draft class just a year before he you know, went to the G League Ignite that year in between um, high school and the NBA. And here we are, this super talented, a bucket getter, infectious personality. We've seen it in the live training camp, just how much fun of a kid he is. Now let's see what, what he's learned since summer league. Like one, one of the coolest things I think we've seen uh, that's been talked about from Nico and some of the other guys is as soon as summer league ended, Jaden Hardy was in Dallas in the gym working out. And it's like, bam, there was no off time for him. He wanted to get better. He wanted to work out here in Dallas with the coaches, with these guys, we heard about some of the pre, you know, some of these runs that, you know, that were happening before training camp even started. Him and Dinwiddie, him and Dinwiddie and Tim running the court. You know, Dinwiddie's posting about him uh, on his Instagram and stuff. Those, that's really cool to see this kid. Hey, he's already in Dallas. He's already working out, already getting some run in with the guys. I want to see what he looks like on the floor. Is, is it going to be the same? I I'm in the camp that I love Jaden Hardy. I just think it's going to be a year or so before we see him play really meaningful minutes on this basketball team. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I think we we owe it to him to give him, be a little patient with it with the expectations. So I'm excited to see what he looks like. I'm excited to see he's going to get minutes in the preseason um is he nervous he's probably naturally gonna be nervous how how comfortable and confident is he gonna look out there uh, especially scoring the basketball is he gonna play on the ball is he gonna play off the ball probably a little bit of both um i'm just excited to see Jaden hardy play basketball especially in the preseason all right let's take a quick break and then we're gonna be back talking about some other things i'm looking for in the preseason i gotta tell you about prize picks. Do you guys know what prize picks is? Basically, you can go on prizepicks.com and you could place bets down on like, hey, if you want to bet Luka Doncic points in a specific game, like coming up tonight versus Shea Gilgis Gilgis Alexander's points tonight. If you want to go head to head on those, you can. You can do whatever you want, whatever type of format that you want to do and place some bets on. You could do that through prize picks. You basically pick two to five players. If they... And if they go score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available, basically. It offers projections on any sport. If you don't want to do NBA, you can do NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA. The list literally goes on. Like, they literally say cricket. If you're into cricket, disc golf, you want to do prize picks on disc golf, um, shoot me a DM. We might need to talk. But really... You can do it a boxing, MMA. Uh, you can make your entries in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe, fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Here's how you do it download the Pri- Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit. Match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prospects will give you $50. Don't forget to enter, enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Remember that promo code locked on. All right, we're back. Let's get back to talking about this preseason. All right, another thing I'm looking for is uh, this third ball handler situation. I want to see what this offense looks like when Luka or Spencer Dinwiddie is not on the floor. Now, I don't know who's going to be playing in this Oklahoma city thunder game for, for either one of the teams. And especially I do. I don't think we're going to see Luca at some point in the preseason as far as like, I don't think we're going to see, um, let me reword that. I don't think we're going to see a ton of Luca in the preseason. Uh, we'll definitely see him some, but it was, it would shock me if he's going to play all the minutes in every preseason game. Um, so we're naturally going to get a look because then when he's also not going to play 48 minutes a game, we're naturally should get a good sample size of what this offense could look like when one of them are not on the, is not on the floor. And that's just one of the things I'm looking for. Are we, who are we buying the hype on? Are we going to buy the hype that Frank Nilekina is going to run this offense? Are we going to buy the hype that Jaden Hardy can run this offense at times? Is Josh green going to be a ball handler? Like what, who, how is this offense being ran? When Luca's not on the floor, when Dinwiddie's not on the floor, it's something I, I have to watch this. I have to see, are we gonna walk away from this saying, all right, not bad? Frank held his ground, didn't look too bad. Or ooh, man, they can't get in any sets. Or I mean, what what if Josh is running backup point guard and the team just wants to pick him up full court and he's struggling to bring the ball at four, and then we're like, All right, well, we gotta figure something out. Who's gonna be this guy? These are the type of things or it could. It could be not a big deal at all. But it's something I'm definitely looking for this preseason. Uh, another thing I'm looking for is how healthy Tim looks. Is is Tim just 100%? It feels like he is. It feels like he's back to normal. He's saying all the right things. The team's saying the right things. I don't know if you know this, but the team is viewing him like a uh, a free agent addition, that he was kind of like a free agent for him this summer, if you've heard anybody say that from the maps, But Tim um, is back. And he's feeling good. And I want to see what he looks like in this role off the bench. Remember, we haven't got to see really Tim and Dinwiddie together. So this whole, I, I was kind of excited to see what that duo would look like off the bench if Brunson was going to come back. But now Dinwiddy's going to be starting. So it's like, all right, Tim's going to kind of lead this bench unit scoring wise with Christian Wood. So how healthy does he look? Does he look like he's 100%? Lastly, the fifth thing that I'm looking for this preseason how locked in not locked on how locked in is christian wood i want to see it is he just ultra motivated is he just ultra locked in from on both sides of the floor i want to see are we going to see like best defensive version of christian wood in the preseason we're talking blocking shots inbounds not out of bounds we're talking I mean, holding his own on the perimeter. Nobody's, people's trying to target him on switches and he's holding his own. He's blocking shots off the backboard. They can't get a shot off. Is this the best defensive version of Christian Wood we're going to see this preseason? Are we going to see Christian Wood just try to take over a game to win, you know, let's say Luka's out against OKC? Maybe. And then Christian Wood's just going to do his thing and he goes off. I want to come out of preseason with us having the talk saying, all right, Christian Wood's playing too dang well we got to, like, what, what is that? What's this going to look like? Is this really going to be a, be a debate? I really want to see that how locked in he's going to be I almost said locked on <laughs> how locked in. He's going to be uh, on both sides of the floor running offense. What if he's not getting the ball, you know, a few possessions, is it going to be a little bit like KP? How, how similar will it be to the KP experience? Um, I'm fascinated by it. I want to see it. I want to see his attitude coming off the bench, you know, a lot of times in preseason, sometimes what you'll see is, you know, let's say a guy like, um, Javel's not going to play. Um, sometimes you might not see Christian Wood start because they want to keep these like units together. And, uh, so I, I want to see how he takes that if that's the case and, and all that. So Christian won't watch it that. So anyway, those are my five things. I want to see how is the hype real with Josh green. I want to see how comfortable Jaden Hardy is out there. I want to see what this offense looks like whenever Luca and Spencer's not on the floor. Um, Let's see how healthy Tim is. Is he 100%? Does he look like normal? And then how locked in is Christian Wood in the preseason and going into the regular season? Those are the five things I'm looking for this preseason. Let's talk about, no, I'm not doing an ad break. Let's talk about this GM survey. Hold on. Let me find this uh, link right here. All right. GM survey. Let's look at this thing. So uh, top of it, it's on NBA.com. Uh, John Schumann, sorry if I didn't say his name right, uh, basically uh, interviewed or polled all 30 GMs across the league. And uh, these are some things uh, we're just going to go down through the list. I started to make some notes and I was like, screw that. Solopod. I'm just rocking with it. We're just going to talk about each one. We're just going to hang out today. All right. This is what we're doing. First questions: is, uh, which team will win the 2023 NBA Finals? Milwaukee Bucks, 43%. Overwhelming favorite. Uh, Warriors were 25% of this. Clippers, 21%. Boston, 11%. Kind of shocking to me a little bit um, with everything that's going on with them that they were the fourth uh, pick in that. Um, but, yeah, Bucks at 43%. I, I get that. I mean, I, I think a lot of people, including myself, like when we were talking to Theo Pinson in our – uh, media day interview you saw that you saw Theo ask us uh, you saw him crack up laughing when you know uh, Nick picked Denver um, he also asked us you know who's the who's the one seed in the west and who's the one seed in the east and um, you know right then and that moment my mind just went to Milwaukee um, and the Clippers and as the one seeds in both conferences and I think that's where I'm at I think that's going to be the overwhelming favorite for a lot of people Clippers are just so deep I I think Giannis is just gonna be just an absolute monster this year, uh, like he always is. But um Clippers, Golden State, uh kind of for uh when when they po- were pulled for the Western Conference. Uh in that poll for the Western Conference, this is how it kind of it uh shook up um Clippers, Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, Memphis, and then it was a tie at six with Dallas and Minnesota, um, and then the Lakers and New Orleans. But oh well as so long as we're over the Lakers. That's all I about. Now, um, uh, MVP, Luka Doncic, 48% of the vote. Giannis, 34% of the vote. Joel Embiid, 14% of the vote. Giannis, I mean, Luka, almost 50% of the GMs think that Luka Doncic is going to be the MVP this season. And, uh, I think that's a, a, a great pick. And, I mean, I think I just said it the other day. I think this is going to be, uh, Luka's best season of his career. Um, I think there's some narrative to it on his side, too, that he's hearing the Bronson stuff that all Bronson left. They're going to take a step back. I think he's going to be he probably wouldn't admit it because he's like, hey, I don't need any more motivation. I'm always motivated. But I think I think it's I think it deep down. It's going to be a little bit more added motivation that, hey, I want to show you all just uh, how good I am. Uh, Let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll be back talking about the rest of the survey. All right, I'm back. This question is one of the one that fascinated me. If you're starting a franchise today, this is talking about the GM survey on NBA.com. If you're starting a franchise today, you could sign any player in the NBA. Who would it be? Giannis at 55%, Luka Doncic at 45%. Last year, Luka Doncic won uh, or had the highest vote of this, but Giannis overtaking him in this, I get it. I was fascinated by it, but I get it. I mean, if there's one other player in the world, Giannis dominated so much of this GM survey and rightfully so. This dude is probably the best NBA player in the world right now, basketball player in the world, and he deserves it. This dude has won an NBA title, won on the biggest stage and put up ungodly numbers on the biggest stage. So he, get, he deserves it. He's a monster. He puts up numbers all like, yeah, so I get it. I'm not, I'm not upset about this. I think there's, if there's anybody, any other answer to this, I would be upset about it. I would still take Luca just because of the age factor and, and all of that. Cause, uh, Giannis is obviously a little older than him, but oh well, not mad at play, not mad about it. Um, yeah, which player forces opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? Steph Curry, uh, 52% on this, was uh, the runaway winner of this. Luka tied for fourth on this at 7%. So uh, that was just a least notable. Giannis Jokic, Embiid uh, above Luka on that one. Breakout season candidates, um, Evan Mobley. No, <laughs> shocking, no uh, Mavericks on this one. Best point guard in the NBA, the GMs voted Steph Curry at 72%. Luka Doncic, 14%. How do we feel about that one? Is it that big of a runaway that Steph Curry is the best point guard in the NBA? Once again, I get it because he just won the title. And it's Steph, top 10 player of all time. I think they struggled with what Luka is, though, because we had the traditional um, positions on here for this survey. (laughs) Somebody don't tell Yoda or else he's going to flip out because... We all know he invented no positions. Uh, because Luca Luca Doncic, that was a that was a joke. If y'all didn't know that, he did not invent that. But best shooting guard, Luca got votes for that. Uh, he was second in that behind Booker. Um, best small forward, Luca was third in that, uh, behind Tatum and Durant. So I don't think they really knew what to do with Luca, and that's the problem because uh Luca showed up on all like three different positions on here. And he was in the, he was at least in the top three for small forward shooting, shooting guard and point guard. So uh, I just laughed at that one. I don't really care about that, but um, anyway, let's look at some off season moves. Uh, Shocker on this one, but Dallas didn't, uh, was nowhere to be found on any of this stuff. Which team made the best overall off season moves? Cavs uh, ran away with that with uh, the Mitchell addition. Most underrated player acquisition, Malcolm Brogdon. 28% of the vote on that. PJ Tucker, John Wall, D'Anthony Melton, Bojan Bogdanovic. Um, Sure. If Brogdon's healthy, yes, that was an underrated move for Boston. Um, Trying to figure out any other most surprising move of the offseason. GM said Rudy Gobert, 47%. Yeah, pretty surprising. Shout out to uh, (laughs) the one GM who said Andre Drummond to Chicago was the the most surprising move of the offseason. Weird answer, guys. Um, we don't really care about any of the rookie stuff because uh yeah. Um, I do want to say shout out to Tari Eason for which rookie was the biggest steal at where he was selected in the draft. Tari Eason tied for first on this result, uh 14. My man, y'all know that best international player in the NBA. Giannis obviously took this one because if they're gonna vote for Giannis to start a franchise with, so they're probably gonna uh, vote for Giannis over Luca here. I was kind of surprised that Giannis was fifty-seven percent of the vote, Luca was twenty-eight percent of the vote, and Jokic was a sixteen percent of the vote. Jokic's back-to-back MVP, and he like is like clearly behind Luca and Giannis in, in in the eyes of GMs, and I uh, just thought that was inter uh, interesting. Um best defensive player in the NBA uh Luca was number one no just kidding Giannis at number one of that best perimeter defender in the NBA Marcus Smart at 41% the next one was Drew Holiday at 31%. That was kind of surprising to me. That you hear just mixed results on how good Marcus Smart is as a perimeter defender and that 41% of the GMs I think he's the best is um I don't know. It's kind of kind of surprising to me a little bit. But um coaches jason kidd was literally nowhere to be found on anything so um actually that's a lie which head coach makes the best in-game adjustments jason kidd got received another vote like Ty Lu is number one nick nurse number two uh, spo was tied with nurse at two and i also receiving votes shout out to rick carlisle chris finch and jason kidd outside of that we really don't see jason kidd anywhere on best head coach um, head coach with the best manager, motivator of people. I thought we might get a little love for Jason kid there. Um, I mean, from defensive schemes to, um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of surprising. No Jason kid love from the J G- GMS. Um, and then just some random things, some miscellaneous stuff that the GMs were pulled about that, uh, I thought was, um, uh, I don't know. Kind of interesting. I always like reading it like best home court advantage. They said Toronto, 21%. Which team is the most fun to watch? Golden State was at 52% of this. Uh, Once again, Dallas getting no love in this. Um, Which team has the most promising young core? Cleveland uh, pulled that one off for sure. Most athletic. Luca was not on this list. John Morant, 38% of that. Uh, Best pure shooter? This is the biggest gap between anything, uh, which was a lot of fun. Steph Curry, ninety-one percent, um, yeah, for the best uh, pure shooter. This one was funny to me. All right, this we have a Luca appearance here. GMs voted which player is <laughs> is the best at moving without the ball. Steph Curry, eighty-one percent. He's the best without the ball. Klay Thompson, twelve percent. Others receiving votes: Mikkel Bridges and luca Doncic, nico we know you voted for for luca here all right i i love luca i don't know if luca is one of the four best players in the entire nba of moving off the ball just just want to throw that out there sorry luca if you're listening um Best passer in the NBA, Jokic, 72%. Luka Doncic tied for second with Chris Paul at 10%. Yes, Luka is one of the best passers in the NBA. Um, outside of that, we might be, um, which which player has the best basketball IQ? Luka came in at fifth on that. Um, this one was a little interesting to me. Which player would you want taking a shot with the game on the line? GM said Steph Curry, 55%. Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, and then others receiving votes, DeMar DeRozan, Luka Doncic, Jokic, Kawhi. Um, uh, I thought Luka might be a little higher up that list, but oh well. And then what rule most needs to change? The GM said coaches challenges/automatic reviews including keeping the challenge if it's successful. Um, sure. Don't give a crap about that. Uh, but tied for second on that was free agency before the draft. I've always been a proponent of that. I would love to have the free agency, uh, period before the draft, or at least start before the draft. Um, and then there's some other things on there. My takeaway from it is Luca's is awesome. People think Lucas going to have an awesome season, but besides that people are like indifferent because there's different questions on there that are a little negative. Um, and Dallas wasn't on that dallas wasn't on some of these like really positive things so i feel like that is the definition of being like slept on that you're not really being talked about people are just like hey we're not really bashing you but we're not i've already heard some like a few national pods give some like win total over unders give some other um kind of national storylines headlines that they're trying to talk about and dallas just isn't mentioned in some of it so i think I don't think people know what to do with Dallas this year. So they're just kind of like leaving them alone. You know what? That's fine with me. Let's just, let's just fly under the radar and go into the season and then have one of the best records in the Western conference, top four, top five seed in the West. But uh, guys, I'll see you guys tonight if you're going to watch the uh, Mavs preseason game against OKC Thunder. Once again, it's being streamed at mavs.com. It's not going to be anywhere else. So if you got to, if you want to watch the game, you got to go to mavs.com, watch the stream, watch our broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'll give a shout out to the Lockdown Mavs Listers. Peace out. Boom.